Everybody, Houston Wrestling Tracks. I got our special guest with us, Christopher Butler, a friend of ours who loves wrestling. David Burton, fellow host of mine here. David, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Chris, what's up? All right. We are doing good here. Hope you guys can hear us and we can hear y'all and everything. Copa Steady. Let's go. Let's, I want to get random stuff off my chest. We had to restart the recording because it was just all over the place. You listen to it, it's all good. Logan Paul gets a title shot at Crown Jewel. I, I, the I, I, I almost forgot. Um, WWE just canceled one of their um, shows that they were supposed to have for Crown Jewel. Oh, uh, yes. Florida's a mess right now. Y'all be careful. Watch out for them gators and them sharks. But in all in all seriousness now, because that's the whole the whole the whole the highway is a bunch of water right now. Yeah, sure is. I see pictures and videos. My goodness. Hang on a second. Let me turn you up. Okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our track goes to Florida. I'm a, like I was saying, uh, Crown Jewel, not this next month in November. One of the matches on the card so far, we have Roman Reigns, Logan Paul. I think it's a bunch of BS because Logan Paul isn't paying the dues around here. He gets a title shot. That's all right. He's going to lose anyway. Uh, Roman Reigns told Jay Uso many years ago, 2020, you're going you're gonna to get this paycheck and you're going to get your ass whooped. I think it takes away from everybody else that works hard all year. And then you got this guy that comes in, has two matches, and he's in the title match. Mm. Chris, what's your opinion about it? Well, he's a title man. Well, the people in Power Rangers like to take Power Rangers anyway. Hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, I've, I've looked at the roster, past, present, and future. There's only one man that can have a nice match with Roman Reigns, with Roman Reigns, and it's too big for a championship match. Uh, there's, and it happens to be family. Yes. You know it. I know it. We all know it. We all know who it is. Dwayne Johnson. We're going to put him on ice to next year. So, uh, until we get to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, same person. Until we get to them, until we get to him, it's going to be whoever. Until we get to The Rock. But that's, that path is available. But in my, Uh huh. That's true. That's true. Those of you didn't hear that, but the rock schedule might be conflict. I I can understand that. But then you know, 
we'll never know. That's that's a whole year from now. A lot can happen between now and next year. They, well, I'm sure that's about so if they're gonna do something they have to figure something out ahead of time. I wouldn't mind schedule is clear for that. I would mind carrying cross against Roman Reigns. Uh <laughs> It might be. It might be. It was supposed to have a draft in September. That never happened. It was supposed to have a draft. If it's going to have a draft, we need to split somebody up. If it's going to have a draft... got the whole um, SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series. As of right now, it looks like that's what you're still doing because they still have the whole big blue and red thing going. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, that's their current plan. SmackDown versus Raw men's war games match. SmackDown versus Raw female women's Raw SmackDown match. Well, uh, well, my favorite Survivor Series match of all time. First of all, only twice in Survivor Series has somebody's job been affected, quote unquote. Survivor Series 2001, 2014. Hold on, y'all. Oh, that's perfect. If you can stay right there, that'd be great. I heard you perfectly. Uh, Chris, what's your favorite Survivor Series match? My favorite Survivor Series match? Yeah. Oh, uh, I had to be the one for Randall and had, had um, RKO, Sean Michaels. I don't know what. The Dave, what about you? Uh, I gotta go back to um, 2003. Team Austin versus Team oh, Bishop. Oh, Just for Shawn Michaels' performance in that match. Yes, sir. By the way, I, I, I went back and watched that. Technically, Austin didn't have to leave. The deal was if your team loses, you, your team wins, you can beat up anybody you damn well please. If you lose, you can't do that as long as you're coaching him. Well, also, I can't no, do it, no, so no, be no, it. That was a stipulation. That was a deal. If his team lost, he had to leave. No, it was like, you, all right, so basically, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Austin's co-GM, right? Yeah. Okay. Linda came down, and she was Linda McMahon, the CEO of the time. Look, Austin, you can't be beating nobody up while you're the CEO. And Bridgeon said, man, the hell with that. If you win Survivor Series, you can do all this open season anytime you want. But oh, okay. I see what I see. What you're talking about. Okay. Now, okay. 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 I see. I see you now. Okay. There you go. It happens. It happens. Yeah. 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 So Austin, if he lost, he had to go, quote unquote, go. But he'll be back the next year anyway. So I, yeah. Yeah. I see. I see you there. I can't remember which. It's 2004. I know that he came sheriff Austin. He had the plastic badge and everything. Sheriff Austin. And it was open season on these mother suckers. The sheriff thing was kind of silly, you know, but it was all right. Yeah. I liked it, man. It was cool. The open season on them suckers. I remember it was um, this little skit that Triple H and Steve Austin did. I thought it was funny because they 
they reference an old movie from the 70s called Blazing Saddles. Well, anyway, hmm. Austin was a sheriff, and he had a little badge on him. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little badge, is. and he put it on Austin. You want a sheriff, right? Well, I'm going to treat you like a sheriff. Here's a little badge for you. Here's a badge. A badge? I don't need no stinking badge. <laughs> and, of course, that's where they got that part from that movie. So I thought that was a little funny. Yes, sir. Man, uh, my favorite Austin moments, I never forget it. Austin, he took, and I love it because he took it, he took the thing seriously, character wise. So I'm gonna see Austin, you know, this little, you know, no nonsense guy. He took, he took his role, role sheriff seriously. They plan for the Royal Rumble. No, yeah, he was running. Austin basically ran backstage for the Royal Rumble. He basically running that area, backstage area. Austin was basically in charge of the Royal Rumble. 2004, yes. That's what I, I, I missed, man. It was cool times. But back to Survivor Series, I am looking forward to it. Last, not too long ago, 2019. So it was the first and the last time NXT took a part of Survivor Series. It was Team Raw. Oh, Hey, Hang on, one time, one time, one time here. Alright, Chris, say it again. I am about to say that that that's a wild series with NXT. What you need? They need to do that again. David, what you what you saying? Uh, I was saying that they are going to do that again. Now that Triple H is in charge and COVID is sort of calmed down. So I think they are going to do it again when the time is right, but I don't think anytime soon. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was the last really good one was uh, 2019. I think 2019 was lit in WWE, in my opinion. I don't know. The best year, I would say, was 20, 2016. Yeah, I can see that. The SmackDown Live. Basketball, football, soccer, whatever. Uh, actually, 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 that's not true. Okay, I'm We was the second then. No, no. I'm going to say the first, the first thing to do the virtual thing was, believe it or not, the Red Housewives of the Mouse. They did it first. Okay. 
they had a virtual reunion show, and they did they did the uh, they did it first. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even say. Yeah. No, I will say this. WWE was the first uh, to do something right after the pandemic, mm-hmm. despite not having no audience. They did that first before anybody else. After they did it, that's when everybody started doing it. Yeah, you know we can still do something. Just won't have a crowd. Cause let me tell you something. It's really hard as a performer to do your job, and you can't. Your job, your wrestler's job, depends on reactions, booing, cheering, screaming, whatever. You depend on that. It gets you energy. It's hard to do that. Nobody in the building. First, at first it was nobody building at all. Then they hired people to be in the building. Then the screens. Kudos to Drew McIntyre for. Carrying, yes. Carrying, he carried 2020 with with the, with the WrestleMania wins. Yes, he did. He carried that whole. He did. I, I totally agree. It's hard. Imagine, imagine your first world championship in WWE. You 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 had you you were many years ago. You went away, came back, improved yourself, came back. Your first title shot as the world champion, and you win the title. And nobody's around the, the, no booing, no cheering. That's, that sucks. It's funny because he almost didn't get the belt. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't know because of the whole COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Which looking back on it, I kind of don't blame Vince. He wanted to have a crowd. He wanted to crown a new champion in front of a crowd. Which was the original idea. Then mm-hmm. COVID happened. It was like, oh, well, Lesnar's going to keep the belt. Because yeah. I ain't taking a belt off Lesnar until we get a crowd again. That was an original plan. Mm. But somewhere along the line, Vince well, changed his mind. He's like, you know what? We're just going to take it off in at WrestleMania. Believe it or not, Brock actually, he speaks up backstage like, for, like, for certain people. Like, he very vocal backstage. So. Mm-hmm. When he wants somebody to go over, like he he wanted to go over. That's why he that's why he was able that's why Drew hit three claymores on. He wanted he wanted the truth to go over and be believable. Brock Lesnar reminds me of Andre and John. If Brock Lesnar wants you to go over, you're gonna go over. And if he decides to change his mind and feels like he's not gonna wanna do something, it's not gonna get done. First of all, it's an audacious comparison. I, I feel I see where you're going there. But yeah, I, I, I would no, say that Andre yeah, did a lot of Brock did a lot of the stuff that Andre did. Yeah, okay, I see. And in terms of matches, you know, if Andre didn't like you, it wasn't going to be a good night. <laughs> no, 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 no. True that. Speaking of Andre, y'all, I, and now I'm, I'm younger than both of y'all, but I remember, uh, Watch documentary. I found out Andre the Giant the day of WrestleMania three had his back was killing him all day long. Didn't tell nobody until hours before the show. Hey, my back is killing me, man. Like, bruh, you just told somebody that weeks ago. Well, he still he still let Hulk Hogan stand. Yes, sir. One the most one the most iconic moments in wrestling history. Yeah. You know, if they had the technology back then, 
that they had years ago, Andre would still be alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we had to tell that he When he came around, he was able to get an operation and get things taken care of to save his life, which is the reason why Big Show is still alive. Mm-hmm. If Big Show was around in Andre's era, Show wouldn't be here right now neither. Mm-hmm. And Chris, you were saying something, say again? I, I, I was, I, he, he had brought it up. I was about to say the Big Show. Mm-hmm. That Big Show had the surgery. He had the surgery back in 93. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Is Big Show, uh, is he like. I saw him on the commentary team. Uh, kind of forcing it. AEW, he did commentary not too long ago. It's, it's kind of forced a little bit. Big show on commentary. I'm not. I'm not a big AEW guy. So yeah, big show. I'm not too familiar with the product, but I, 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 mean, I, I know bits and pieces about it mm-hmm. with uh, MGF and. And the way the same point situation and all that. But Big Show is a commentator. Oh my god. Yeah, Big Show's a commentary and it didn't feel right. Like, y'all love the dog legends in WWE. And y'all love WWE to be commentators. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, specifically speaking of AEW. Y'all, by the way, I don't have any scripts, so it is what it is. So we, 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 we just we just shit, shooting the shit. I have no comment. I have no scripts. We just we just chilling, by the way. But AE, MJF and AEW, I say this all the time. As much of an a hole as he is, much of a jerk as he is, if booked properly, his future is hella bright. Yeah, cause like he he got healing. Yes, sir. 
Just cause he old, don't mean he ain't strong no more. Yeah, can you imagine an angry Mark Henry stepping up to you? It's like, you was an asshole to my friend's kid? Hmm. Oh, no. Nah, but I ran my bed, bro. Hey, what a kid. Let me go apologize. Let me sign Mark Henry is one of the <laughs> most nicest guys in the business, so I hate to see him angry. Oh, man. <laughs> And it, it, it take, and I believe it would take a lot for Mark to get, get angry, mm-hmm. for him to be angry. Yeah. yeah. Mark Henry really doesn't get mad. See, these are the things I like about little shoot interviews that people do that are not associated with companies, and they can tell some of the most unbelievable stories. And I remember the Undertaker told a story about Mark Henry getting angry, which he really does. You know, they're on a European tour, and all the wrestlers are on the bus waiting for the... They're waiting to leave so they can take off to the next town. Little do they know there's a car in front of them, and the bus can't pull out because they got to wait for the owner of the car to come out and move this car, and they're sitting there for minutes and minutes and minutes People are starting to get upset. Mark Henry gets the angriest, leaves the bus, picks up the car, moves Holy the car shit. so the bus can take off and pull out and they can leave. Wow. He got that angry. <laughs> wow. Well, he's the worst strongest man, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine that guy's reaction, but he did come out and see his car has been moved. Mm. Like, how did my car move from one place to another? Yes, sir. Ladies, y'all like to take this moment to, to, to let you know the restaurant is brought to you by Back Delivery and More LLC. They put the daily delivery. You have a CDL license, you can drive trucks, you need more information. 888-712-2587. We got backup.com. There's no script tonight. We just shooting the breeze, talk about wrestling. So I'm gonna get on this subject right here. Wait a minute, let's not forget about extreme rules. Yes, sir. That's uh, this Saturday, no, next Saturday. Yeah, they already got um, six matches. Yeah, they got six matches. So they just recently added another match, a street fight called a Dorney Brook Street Fight. So it's gonna be Sheamus and. Fight pit. It's going to be Riddle and Seth Rollins. 
And it's going to be the first time that the Fight Club is going to be on the main roster. Well, the land of extreme in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. All right, well. And also, you, all these young bucks that don't know, Philly is the hometown of the late ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling. Philly will also host WrestleMania 40. Of course, WrestleMania 39 will be in SoFi Stadium in Anglewood, California next year. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania will be in the hood. Same hood. <laughs> You know they're gonna have Snoop. Uh, Snoop gonna do the. They gotta have Snoop do something at WrestleMania. You you, you in Inglewood, California? You gotta have Snoop Dogg do something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hang on, y'all, one at a time here. Uh, Robbing his cousin Sasha Banks to the ring, and then WrestleMania 24, he was a ring announcer. Then WrestleMania 27, he appeared backstage during the show. I would would mind since Super Dog having Super Dog commentary. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, legit commentary, not, not a guest, but. Hey, I'm Chris, hey, I'm Chris. Hey, right, Chris, what'd you say? That was funny. I was about to say, I was about to say, Snoop, Snoop would be hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Because they had a, they had a awful on the video game or a blackout mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did the, um, the uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones fight. Yes, sir. It's very entertaining. Yes, he was. I hope, I hope they talk to everybody, talk to everybody be talked to. And I ain't talking about no guests, no guest commentary. I mean, like, actual commentary. But Snoop Dogg, WrestleMania, that'd be cool. That would, cause if Pat Bassett, Snoop, Snoop, Snoop. Mm. Oh, and I, like, I miss Pat. Oh, Hang on, y'all, 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 all over the place. Hang on one second. Chris, say, say again. I said I miss Pat McAfee on SmackDown. Oh yeah, he'll be back. It's just football season. You know, he got he got his obligations to the NFL as well. So after that, he'll be back. Oh yeah, David, what's 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 you thinking about? Uh, I'm sure he'll be back when the time is right. Yeah. He got just just like with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar had UFC obligations as well as WWE. He would take off and do the UFC thing, come back do the WWE thing. That's Pat McAfee doing the same thing with the NFL. You know, he got obligations as well. It's football season. After football season, you come back to wrestling out there. Oh, yeah. True, true. But it's just not the same without a swing down. And you can, you can hear the commentary. Like, 
in any way. Something like that. Well, he's gonna have to look for a streaming date to 
Well, what I mean was they can always be on. Uh, they always broadcast from AllyWrestling dot com. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's a that's a bit of a question mark right there for AEW. I got I got send congratulations once again, late congratulations to the Ocho, not the baseball player, Chris Jericho. He did he got his Ocho, his number eight. Eight-time world champion by hook or by crook. Hey, man, Jesse Ventura once said, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. He had another good match against Bandito on Dynamite last night. And he, Chris Jericho, I like the story line. Chris Jericho said, I'm coming for every Ring of Honor champion. That's a problem because a few of them are in WWE. But anyways, the ones you can't come after, uh, Dale O'Brien is next. Uh, Dave Garcia, uh, uh, Claudio Castronoli. Kevin Steen at the time. And he's still Yeah, that's true. Adam Cole, another former AEW. I mean, ROH champion. With, with the exception of Kevin Owens, you got Adam Cole, like he said. You got uh, Brian, Samoa Joe. You got uh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Sir, Jay Lethal. Shout out to Jay Lethal, by the way. I I, I watched the build up. The build up was better than the match with Ric Flair's last match. The build up was better. Jay Lethal was a long time Ric Flair student. Okay. Yeah, the build up was nice. The only thing I didn't like about the build up wasn't he jumped in the pocket. Like, that was hard to watch. Yeah. The Rick, Jay Lethal, long time Ric Flair student. He trained Rick, he helped Rick Flair get the train in shape somewhat. And said, hey, is there any room in the car for me? He said, no, no, you, 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 clothes ain't your thing. Like, wait, wait a minute, hold up. Ain't no room for me? Ain't no, you ain't got room for me? I'm, I'm, I'm like, you, you're, I'm, I'm one of your guys. Like, I, I, I followed you my whole career. But you mean you ain't no room for me? And it got some, got to the parking lot, the press conference. The build-up was cool. The match was sucked. Man, you saw it look on Undertaker's face. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Bray Hart. Tell me that, man. What is that? What? 
Thanks, what's it doing? Uh, oh, boy. I was all the way. I'm not surprised it was bad. I mean, they did the best they could with to get over Flair's limitations, but it was terrible. Now, the show itself, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, the show was great. The match, the last match, of course, got to be the main event. It's for Flair's last match. So, got to be the main event. And uh, that was horrible. But the show itself was cool. Different different shows for different folks. People coming, different companies coming out. Uh, with the exception of WWE, of course. Ring of Honor. No, that's not true. There was contract and WWE. I'm talking about, like, here. matches. We did it for, like, guys from WWE wrestling. Well, I know Dolph Ziggler was on the show and the pre-taped videos said that Thank you, David, for being with us tonight. We'll see you guys next time. By the way, 
not this Saturday, but next Saturday, Extreme Rules of the Land of Extreme, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And for more information, you go to WWE.com, Peacock TV, click on WWE, WWE, and you're good to go. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Hello.